Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bullhunter Podcast. I'm Lewis Lundstrom. I'm Jenny Neb. And we are on location again, Jenny Neb. At Country Vines and Wines. Country Road Vines and Wines. Country Road Vines and Wines. Here on Road 21. We're actually our second run back at this place. And this is one of my more favorite places to come because it's such a unique thing for Fort Morgan, Colorado. It's so cool. This is my first time here, and I really wasn't even aware of it. And I was it was beautiful to see all those people outside enjoying the great afternoon. Because it's such a cool thing. It's out in the country. It's a great, it, it's just so unique. But before we get into that, we, we have a guest. We do have a guest. <laughs> we have the Jenny Grubbs with us. What's up, Jenny? Thanks for coming on. You are most welcome. I've been looking forward to this. I uh, We've been looking forward to having you, the newspaper reporter, so this ought to be good. Yeah, <laughs> and you've been the newspaper reporter for tell me how many years. Well, I've been with the Fort Morgan Times for 11 and a half years now. That's amazing. And technically, I'm not a reporter anymore, but I'm the assistant editor now, and so I'm, you don't see me out in the community as much as I used to be, but that's because I'm in the background and putting all the stories together and making sure that everything's going into the paper how it's supposed to and that it's all out there and the community's finding things out. She's got the Intel Insider Scoop. <laughs> you know, I think uh, one of the first times I met Jenny Grubbs and why I love you so much, uh, we started Two for the Road Entertainment. Uh, kind of a bummer in 2020 yeah. would have been our 10th year. We had made it a solid decade of oh. being the longest running independent comedy show in Colorado, right? Uh, and by the way, comedy is coming back in October. So, uh, yeah, we're excited. So it's going to be in brush at the uh, golf course. Uh, and, and in the next couple of podcasts, I'll have more information on that. But I, I digress. Uh, <laughs> Jenny Grubb actually came and uh, did an article. Yes, on the comedy I did. show. You were one of the first ones to come out. And you came out early. Yes. Well, because I heard about it. And, you know, I was a relatively new reporter in Morgan County in Fort Morgan. And I heard this and I was like, how cool is this? So I went yeah. to the clarion and yep. saw the show and i remember that was just such a cool night to do that and it was crowded it was a sold out capacity room right. and you guys had only i think it was only the second or third oh maybe that you had done yeah, you were early and here. it was so much fun and i laughed and laughed and laughed and i kept thinking oh i'm gonna tell this joke oh no i can't tell that joke in the paper yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was so much fun though it was uh gosh do you remember the headliner was it bob metals by chance no that was a couple after that okay. um I just ran across a photograph of in my Facebook feed, excuse me, of me standing on the stage at the Clarion doing oh, really? shows. Yeah. What what when was your first time at the Clarion to do that? Uh it was also early. It's been quite a while. It was probably one of your earlier. Right. Between your third and fifth show maybe. That's how you and I met was through comedy, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I think through the Greeley connections, correct? Uh yeah, through Dave and um, Dave What's up Dave Aloise? You puke. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if he was the headliner the second but alex ash was oh no he'd have been uh, one of the openers yeah okay oh, gosh but, okay I have I, i've connected back. i connected with him that night and i'm still connected with him to this day so oh, that's kind of really? cool but alex ash is a decent human being he really is he's a good dude he's very do you know alex no he's to, oh, what a great description he's a decent human being you know what <laughs> Welcome to 2022, where that's a very good thing. That's, that's and a, not a super common decent, thing. Put your yeah, way up yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. But he, no, he's a good dude. He used to pot around with like Rick Bryan, and you know Rick Bryan. Uh huh. What's up, Rick? And all those guys. So I, I do. I like to. I break the fourth wall all the time. So, Rick. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, before we get any further into this conversation, we are drinking wine by again by tonight, uh, and we are picking one that Jenny Grubbs picked out. Yes. Which one? What, what's it called here, Jen? It was Sundowner. Um, this is one Sharon Kaufman gave me a chance to sample a few different wines before we did this, nice. and this is the one that I particularly liked out of the selection she offered me. It's a sweet red that has little notes of raspberry in it, and it's one that I just found quite appealing. Well, cheers, guys. Cheers. Reach, reach. And it is. They said it's red without being red. Yeah. I like it. Well, and it's wine without being wine. It tastes like Kool-Aid. It kind of does. Yes. (laughs) It's it's, this place. I'm not a big wine guy, but I like. I've not had one here that I haven't liked yet. That's That's super. Uh, Last time was the pineapple pear one we had, and... God, I can't remember what Jerry picked. He picked a different one. Yeah, you picked a super one. You did well, a, thank you. You did a good job. So, And if you were to come out here, Sharon and Dan are the nicest people alive. They and, are. And I can't tell you how 
cool it is to have this in Morgan County because it's so unique. You don't have no this just anywhere. Yeah. You know, a lot of places are the microbrews that are popping up, which are cool too. You know, they got their own, you know, special flavor, I guess. But this you don't see hardly anywhere, yeah. especially in a town this size. Right. So kudos to you guys for bringing it here. Thank you, Dan and Sharon. Okay. Love you guys. Love <laughs> yes, you. yes. Thank you. So, thank you. Um, but before we get going, after I said that, uh, welcome to the Bullhucker Podcast. Now, if you're new to the podcast, what we do is we bring on a guest. They're going to tell three stories about their life. The only kicker is two of these stories are true. One is either made up, half made up, or borrowed. Now, Jenny Grubbs, without going into great detail, which one is it? Is it a half? Oh, which is of it, the types? Is um, it partially made up, all the way made up, or is it? Partially made up. Yeah, so it's part true, part. That's the that's the most popular one, I think, to do. Yeah. Uh, anybody it makes it tough because it has a truth base to it right well and yes and you have to be a certain somebody to just pull one out of your butt <laughs> like oh i'm gonna come up with this crazy and it's gonna work it's gonna work that's hard we've had a few we've had a few people that have done the whole like the from beginning to just the bs one the whole way through man and that's okay props yeah well and i do a bit of fiction writing too so i probably could do that oh. but i figured what would be fun for me tonight would be to essentially go off of some of my headlines from the past. Okay. So these are all things that are have been headlines. Okay. It's just that one of the stories is going to have some elements that are not Interesting. Quite true. Okay. Okay, and I have to ask, what kind of fiction writing do you do? This is fascinating. Well, I have a novel in progress that I'm hoping to once I finish it and sell it, I'm hoping to turn into a series and it's about I'll give you the really, really brief version. Um when the Rocky Mountain News closed, a whole lot of investigative reporters suddenly didn't have a job anymore, and they got together and formed a private detective agency. Oh, wow. So then it's the stories of the things that they solved. Nice. I, I would so. totally read your series. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when the Rocky Mountain News closed. It was a big deal. Yeah. Yep. Um, it was. It was. Do you have a name for it? Uh, well, I call it like the overall. The first story will be different kind of deadline. Okay. But the overall, like the agency is... Uh, confidential sources incorporated what's it how much how long does it take to do something like this well i've been working i mean i've been working full-time this whole time but i first started it in 2009 so oh wow but i have you know about half of right. i have it all plotted out I, that takes i mean amazing I, kudos to write a book like that or even a series that's got to be it, it has to be i would love to be able to i don't have the uh dedication to myself or my <laughs> time to sit and do it so i think that's amazing and my grammar is horrible someone would have a seizure by uh, chapter that two. part i can handle okay. <laughs> that's why they have editors <laughs> my editor I'd, I'd find him dead on the floor how are you still alive uh, for being so stupid monster <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, welcome to the Bullocker Podcast. So, well, thank you. If you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, on the bottom right-hand corner of the screen, you'll see a little red dot. That's our, our subscribe button. Hit that, follow the podcast. It's a little click for you, but a big click for us. And that's usually what she would say, but I didn't prep her. I didn't. I didn't. A little click for you, a big click But it's click a huge for click us. for us, you know. That's so, right. And we've been getting a lot more subscribers, so it's picking up, and it's uh, wonderful. It's, it's been a good time. So, well, and you're hitting quite a few number of shows. You'll be at 100 here before too long. Yep, yep. This I, I can't. I've lost track. I think it's a 77. I think Amazing. It's 77. Congratulations. Okay. The old Mecklenburg numbers. So yeah, you know it's nice. funny. The Strohs all fought over who's going to be 69. <laughs> Of course they did. Who, who won it? Right, yeah, it was Ryan Strohs. You should have handed it off to Christine and win tiebreaker. Because <laughs> Rick went first. He he took the. Uh... Is that the? Sorry, is that the fan? No. So Rick went first. He uh, <laughs> yeah, awkward silence. Awkward. Uh, Rick went first, and then it was Ryan and Christine because she was almost guaranteed that they're going to screw me, make me go first, and then. Had she had you went first, well, you wouldn't have been sixty nine. But so Ryan Ryan Stroh was lucky number sixty nine. Lucky number purrs. I bet he loved that. He, he did. He was he was big time into it. So okay, well, we have three stories. You ready to tell some stories, Jen? I guess so. And, and I didn't say this out up front. Uh, you're Jenny, by the way, and you're generous. Okay, generous. That's right. I want to get her a shirt made that says generous. Got my new dub. So my new dub name, generous. Why do I call you generous? Um, because I'm a very generous person, That's and why. I'm OG, oh generous. Oh, I think it's be OJ. OJ. From Jen Russ. See. Oh, that's right. OJ. Come on, man. Come on. We discussed this last time, and I've completely forgot because I'm also old. 
just plain old. Old dirty generous. <laughs> yeah, old dirty generous. <laughs> that sounds even better. Yeah, anybody steals that, we'll sue you. Just so That's you know, right. we will sue you. That's a trademark, man. <laughs> Me and generous will live fat. All right, you want to name off the uh, the uh, stories? You betcha. I can't wait to hear them. Okay, we've got crappy offer with a question mark. Crappy offer, crazy caper, and fisticuffs. <laughs> well, Jen, it's been a while <laughs> since I've got to see you, so why don't you go ahead and pick one out? Um, okay, I'm going to go, because it's a newspaper, I want to know about the crazy caper. The All crazy right. caper. Okay, so this was one that... Just, you start your day as a reporter not knowing where your day is going to go. It could be that you're off to interview somebody about something awesome and make special that happened. You could be headed to the scene of a fire where someone's house just burned down. Wow. You could be stuck in the office typing things. But chances are, when you're a reporter and you're in a newsroom, usually there's a scan, a police scanner going in the background. And you're listening to it and thinking... Well, this is bugging me. This is annoying. There's nothing happening. This is boring. But then suddenly something happens that makes you go, oh, my God, this is news. This is news. Who do I need to call? Where do I need to go? Do I have my camera? Is my memory card in my camera? Where am I headed? So I'm sitting in the newsroom here listening to the scanner. Nothing's happening. And then all of a sudden you hear the big ding, 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 ding. Something's happening. And so I hear that there is a high speed chase in progress. And then I hear, they crashed, there was a crash, it was a head-on crash, and they bailed, and go get them. And then you hear, suspect in pursuit, foot pursuit, foot pursuit. And then you're having all of the routing information of the dispatch sending people to go chase them and follow them. Is this in Fort Morgan? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, Morgan County. Morgan County. It started on Highway uh, 144 around Log Lane. Okay. And it was Marshal Darren Sagal. He was the Log Lane Marshal at the time. And he was in a high-speed chase, 70 miles an hour. <gasps> Out on those curves. Yep, on 144. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it wound up in a big old head-on crash, like right at the where 144 comes on to 50, not 52. 52. Yeah, 52. Yeah, right. yep. And um, so big old head-on crash. And then guy apparently ran out and just took off and uh, his accomplice, a woman, um, they headed to the Hampton Inn. It was really close to that. And uh, in the Hampton Inn, there was a car parked with the guy like inside registering for the hotel or what have you. And this couple carjacked the car. Grabbed that one, got in the car. The woman got on the other side. The woman was in uh, the like the passenger. She got pushed out of the car, and this the uh, suspects took off in the car. Oh, wow! And they're going, 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 going police suddenly are in pursuit of them there and they keep going and now they're out um i want to say it was they kept going like out where now there's the fort morgan middle school so they're going out uh 52 all the way south of town okay and then they turn onto q and then on q they um the police well sheriff and police combo uh closed in on them and they round up down in the ditch oh wow and so they got the suspects got out they weren't caught yet and they took off running and ran to a nearby the farmhouse and were trying to get another vehicle. They got into a vehicle there, but they weren't able to get it started. And that's when police caught up with them and finally put them under arrest. And so for me, I'm hearing all of this in the scanner and it's all going down. And I'm typing it up as fast as I can, trying to get something on the web, trying to keep track of what's happening, trying to figure if, they're, if it's worth it to me to go try to chase and get my camera to take pictures. And it's like, no, this is happening so fast. I just have to be here and... Right. You know, try to keep track of what's happening. And uh, it's just one of those times as a reporter that you're like, how did this happen? And I think yeah. in my story that I wrote that it was like something like you'd see out of a movie or a TV show, like an action type of scene where, sure. you know, high speed chase crash and boom and there they go. And the pursuit is on. And Right, right. Now the and, crash, I have a question. The yes. crash was not with Officer Sagal. It was no. with an innocent. Yes driver yes. passerby out there okay yeah. so he was able to keep in yeah. pursuit with them after they yep. stole another car yep. wow yeah and talking with darren afterwards he was just having a hard time even remembering how it all played out and then i read his report after the fact and it was like wow you actually recorded that pretty decently and yeah you know so then i'm getting 
after the fact, I'm also getting press releases from the sheriff's office, from the city, from Logley and Marshall. And so then I have to compile all of those into what my notes and everything that I did for my, on the, not on the scene, but over the scanner mm-hmm. reporting as well. And okay. I mean, just the word that kept coming to my head through all of this was, it was a caper. It was a caper. I mean, <laughs> when you think about it, it really was because these people, they're, and oh, and they also, they were, when they were arrested, methamphetamine was found on their person. I'm shocked. So I know, right? What? Big <laughs> no surprise there. In Morgan <laughs> County, this is clearly the lie. Who <laughs> It turned out that they were from Greeley. Okay, well then I believe it. Even worse. Who <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's, because yeah, really is the one we look down on there. That's our, this is, that's this side of the state's Pueblo. That's what that is. So okay. We're surrounded by them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Groovies. Oh my God. That is too funny. I, uh, I'm always amazed how cops can do that. I mean, that's gotta be white knuckling it. Well, are you uh, a flight or fight person? Uh, probably a flight. I am a giant flight person. I'm running. I hope you don't get hurt. Yeah. Do <laughs> you remember my story about my own kid? I ditched yeah. him in the yeah. ocean. She, she did. <laughs> <laughs> when the riptide came, Jen's like, I love you, but... Save yourself. Only so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and are you a flight? You must be, must, uh, being a reporter, you've got to be a fight person. You guys want to get in there, yeah. Yeah. head on. If some chick's giving birth to a baby, you want to be there, yep, head exactly. on. Exactly, exactly. That's a fight well, person. there's a fire. I'm headed there, and I got my camera, and darn it, you're going to let me in and let me get the picture to get the yeah. story. Yeah. She's like, not only am I showing up, <laughs> I'm getting in. And nice. I'm getting the pictures. Nice. <laughs> that's awesome. What do you think about that story, Jen? I think that's a great story. And I'm trying to recall my own, because I've grew up here my whole life, if this is a story that I've heard. So when you said it was going to be all headlines, I'm like, yes. But then I forget I was gone for 20 years. Yeah, so there is that. And, yeah, I have very little community ties still well, today. And so. this wasn't that long ago. This was 2016. Oh, so. and I was not mm. here during that time. Okay, I think that's a great story. And I, ing- I agree, indeed. It's like a caper. I was thinking of a, what was that bad Madonna movie? Dick Tracy. I was thinking of Dick Tracy at the moment, like just sitting there trying to get those notes taken. I was thinking like a Benny Hill music as they're trying to break into other cars. <laughs> you know, she's waving her hands, he's smacking the car. You know, with all of my stories, how often do you get to use the word caper in yeah, the headline yeah. and have it be true and real? Right. 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 That's crazy. I, I liked it. I liked it, but I always have to hear two. I always have to. That's right. That was a great one, though. Okay. Okay. I liked it, though. I liked it. That was crazy caper. So what I do, Jenny, is uh, I always take the one I want to hear the most, and I always save it for last. So gotcha. let's hear crappy offer. Okay. So I don't remember for certain what year it was. I think this was 2011. Um, but Sterling got flooded. Sterling, the town of Ster- or city of Sterling got flooded. The river overran, and they had, were under a boil order for water. 2012. 2012. Okay. See, you can fact check me there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so the city of Sterling had to bring in a lot of porta potties because people couldn't flush their toilets mm-hmm. because their whole sewer system and everything was overflowed. They right. couldn't do anything there. So Sterling had this huge, huge, huge problem with crap, <laughs> literally. Right. And I was covering city of Fort Morgan, mm-hmm. city council, and um, the city leaders were trying to figure out if they could assist Sterling in some way. And so they had this whole plan of how they could take on the city of Fort Morgan's wastewater treatment plant, could Mm -hmm. take on all of Sterling's excess waste. (laughs) And it was this whole big thing and this whole big plan. But then the city of Sterling decided, no, we can't do that because we contract with all these porta potty companies. But in the meantime, the city council from Fort Morgan passed a resolution and everything to take on Sterling's effluent fort morgan agreed to take sterling shit crap is what the headline i was allowed to use but i was literally allowed to print as a headline fort morgan offers to take sterling's crap sterling's crap take take shit off sterling now is how do they do this is it got to be like a new pipeline got to be done no it would have been essentially a whole bunch of trucks that would haul oh like pump out the excess waste from all these porta potties and then Holly here. Got the same you. way like you would do from a feedlot or what have you sure. if you had an excess mm-hmm. type of thing. Fascinating. Okay. But just the fact that I got to use that headline and that my editors approved it 
Fort Morgan offers to take Sterling's crap. <laughs> I love it. Did, and was this during, you said 2012, so this would have been time during reviews. Did you get great reviews on that, or did you get a lot of, <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, some older folks did not like the headline. A lot of people laughed and thought it was really clever and right. gave kudos to my editor for allowing it to run. Some old English teachers were just, how could they possibly do that? That is not allowed. That should not be allowed. That right. cannot run. And I was like, well, I could have used a different word. Right, but. right, right. <laughs> I, uh, this fly loves me a lot. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I remember the uh, flooding. Uh, the girl I was dating for a while was showing me pictures of the porta potty she made herself. She made her own <laughs> porta potty. Yeah, it was ghetto. But you know what? It's not stupid if it works. Okay. And it was so necessary at that right. time, too. It wasn't the same year as the as the whole state flooded over here. No, Fort Morgan uh, it overtook the bridge here in Fort Morgan. Because I thought that but was that 2013. was 2013. Yes, okay. Fort Morgan. So this Fort Morgan's were flooding one. issues were a year or two later. That's why I wasn't oh. sure if it was 2011 or 2012. Okay, maybe but I'm thinking of something different then. You could be, but that was when the river that wasn't the rain and everything. Oh, gotcha. That wasn't all of the when. Everything from up north got right. So so much that that was um, the South Platte flood. Okay, in Sterling, we had a comedy show that weekend, and I remember it was raining pretty good. And the thing that makes me laugh in Fort Morgan is the bridge gives out all the time, but that rainbow bridge stands strong. Right, all the time. It never it never takes that rainbow bridge out. You know, because it was made back when they made. Bridges to last. Yeah. I think in 1935 it broke broke through, didn't it? Maybe. Because they had one in 35 and then one in 65. We tend to have these weird 30-year floods out here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the 65 it stood and 13 it stood. But I want to say the 35 or maybe the one even all the way back before that broke that rainbow bridge right. and they had to re- they re- rebuild it. They had Thanks to rebuild. sending me the fly. They had to rebuild at least one of the pylons for it. Hmm. Okay. Not the whole bridge. I was going to say, yeah, well, you would know. Uh, here's, here's a story that people that no comedians can relate to about that. Uh, we had a comedy show that weekend. We used to do Friday in Fort Morgan, Saturday in Sterling. And it was Ron Ferguson. What's up, Ron? And Mitch Jones, who will be out here in October. And uh, I told him, look, man, it's it's getting bad. We were in Sterling at the time. And uh, I think the, it must have been a different flood because it was one where Fort Morgan's bridge just gave out. And I'm like, so... You need to get that headline set down to, I mean, 40 minutes. And, you know, well, he's a comedian, so screw that. I'm doing my full set. <laughs> I, don't care. I don't care if this place floods, you know. So he did, and the whole time I was sweating, like, what are you doing? You know, I, I'll you, go down doing what I yeah, love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you, Laugh at my jokes. Do you want to go home? Because the bridge is going to give up. We got to go, you know. So uh, and we didn't. We actually got out. So Okay, but that was yeah. the um, overpass type of one. Right. Yeah, the the one by Atwood, uh, I think it ran over. Okay. That yeah. day, but the one in Sterling was we we still got over that one. So. Okay. But yeah, it was it was crazy, man. It was nuts. So, yeah, I don't know. What do you think about that story? I. Oh, I do have some questions about Fort Morgan allowing that word in their paper. Okay. <laughs> but. It also would not surprise me, and I think the pun is great. I think it's extremely punny. Well, I would have, I would have used it. <laughs> me too. So yeah. And you're gonna offend people anyway, right? Right. One way or another. People mm-hmm. people get upset over the dumbest shit. So have a little fun, smile, and enjoy it because it's true. You know. Yeah. One um, of the basis of my comedy is poop jokes, so I'm totally down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's generous with it. Okay, we got uh, one more story. Uh, fisticuffs. You gotta say it with an exclamation point. Fisticuffs. Fisticuffs. <laughs> chingasos, mijo, chingasos. Well, and as a reporter, I mean, you go to so, so, so many governmental meetings. And lots of times it's just boring, 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 mm-hmm. routine, routine. They're passing. I mean, you're on city council now, Larry. You can relate to oh, this. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to all of these little meetings and what have you. So I go to Log Lane Village to cover their board of trustees meeting. <laughs> And on the agenda is what to me feels like a pretty routine item where they're approving the um, extra pay for the town marshal for his regular duties. Well, what I did not realize was that there were some people who really, really, really did not think that the town marshal should get paid the extra money. And someone else who felt extremely the opposite. And so over the course of this meeting, 
it got really, really heated over whether or not the these trustees should approve this extra pay for the marshal. Okay. And some people were just so upset that the marshal was helping out with these undercover investigations and helping do all this mutual aid with the Morton County Sheriff's Office. And the marshal was not in town writing tickets for people who were not stopping at the stop sign and not you couldn't see him and he was never there, so why should we pay him all this extra money? And then someone else, well, he's our law enforcement official. We have to trust him. We have to pay him. And so this is just back and forth, talking back and forth and back and forth all through the meeting. And then finally, it's almost to the vote. It's almost to the vote. Somebody puts a motion on the table. And then before I know it, I'm looking up and going, what is happening? And two gentlemen who people in this audience may know or may not know, Cliff Garver and Burt Brown, started hitting each other. Like, like, yeah, like, it up. like coming to blows. Like they had been going back and forth and back and forth and talking, talking, talking. And then Cliff stood up and Bert stood up and it was like a throw down the gauntlet type of a thing. And next thing I know, boom. And it was crazy. You don't expect this. Wow. You don't expect this. This is government. This is not. It's great I for mean, a reporter, though. I, I know, mean. right? Yeah. Right. So all I can hear, think in my head is, oh, my God, how am I going to write this lead? This is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but at the same time, I, you know, I'm trying to take all my notes because I would always did hand notes as a reporter. And it was just so crazy to watch. And so in the meantime, um, Morgan County Sheriff Jim Crone was there. And so there was another <laughs> law enforcement official there i don't remember who that was but jim was like pulling Bert and cliff away apart from each other and right yeah it was just so wacky and wild and you just you don't expect that to happen no never i mean i've been to some city council meetings where it does get a little heated uh right people, people get very passionate about crazy stuff sometimes mm-hmm. uh but it, it's funny the ones i've seen haven't been fisticuffs it's been little snide remarks to each yeah, other right it's just, and that's what you expect that's, right right you know if you're a reporter you're taking notes and trying to catch what they said so you can accurately report it. So right, But right. then when it actually comes to blows. Well, that's, it's that's... not like these are two young, passionate no. dudes. No. I mean, I'm both extremely passionate, granted. But, right. no, these are both men in their, their gray-haired men in their 60s, if not older. Right. <laughs> what, what, what I mean by passionate is those guys that, like, do chest bumps still in the bar with each other and wonder yeah. why they can't no. find a date. Yeah. With a woman. Yeah, 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 not each other. That's these a passionate are, young guy right there. Yeah. And these are, I mean, two upstanding men. I mean, Cliff is well known in the community for his... I'm related Generosity. to him. Well, there you go. Through and, marriage. But and yeah, then there's I'm related Bert, to who's him. like the guy who poured the cement pad for the basketball court in the town's first park. And, wow. And Amazing. The fact that I'm witnessing this happen. So and who won? <laughs> we got to know. What happened at this UFC fight? Technically, I don't think either of them really won. Or really won. Jim was, there, Jim did was, they go home? Did anybody get arrested? They didn't. They both got taken out of the meeting. I don't okay. think anybody actually got arrested for it. But That's shocking. They both got pulled out of the meeting separately. Jim took uh, Jim took Cliff, and uh, I think whoever the Loveland deputy was at that time took Bert and got them out. And all over the, meetings, the pay. Yeah, all, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, all over Fred Cook's extra pay, oh, wow. and whether or not he was going to get the comp time pay essentially it, it blows my mind you know nobody likes a cop until you need one you know? <laughs> right and and, yeah. it's, and somebody was upset about them helping the extra community that we all share together right they and, by god don't help them why should yeah, we pay them yeah. that's what they're for to help work together to keep the whole place a safer right. and then the community. cool thing for me was i got to use the word fisticuffs in a headline nice <laughs> yeah. well, and what How? was your headline Log lane meeting goes uh, comes down to fisticuffs. Comes down to fisticuffs. Two men beat the crap out of each other. She goes, I could use it once. I use it once. I'm using it twice. Did you get to use the word town elders? Like, you know, no. that's just so village <laughs> in M. Night Shyamalan. Two of the town elders well, brought it down to fisticuffs Friday Cliff night. Cliff wasn't living in Log Lane at the time. He owned property there. Okay, So gotcha. he had an interest in the town, but he wasn't a resident. Gotcha. So I couldn't use quite that language. Okay. Did the officer Fair get the enough. raise? What's that? Did the officer get the raise? Yeah, Fred... Oh, it took three more meetings. Okay. But Fred ultimately Good for you, Fred. <laughs> it's uh, it's funny in small towns about the fights you have, or the, the things that become the big yeah. obstacles. You know what the big one in Brush was for a while? No. Backyard chickens. Yes. And that's ha- come up like five times? At least. At least since I've been with 
the Fort Morgan Times and backyard chickens are totally allowed now because I hear them all over town. Well, right? Fort, in, oh, Fort, Morgan, Fort Morgan, yeah, Fort Morgan, it's a normal allowed usage. Yeah, I hear right. those cockadoodle doos often when I'm around. Well, and they're the cockadoodle doos, the roosters are not allowed. Not allowed, yeah. Uh, but if you get even a foot outside of city limits. All hand, all bets oh, are off. Right. so what I'm hearing are illegal yeah. cockadoodle doos. If they have a rooster, yeah, they can't have a rooster. It's got to be hens. Well, so. well, and even brush. I mean, look at how many little bits and pieces on brush city limits that, like, if you're over where the old middle school used to be, mm-hmm. there's property houses and things along there that are technically outside of city limits. The Munz edition. Oh, yeah. sure, the Munz yeah. edition. Yeah, I know because I have to walk through there if I go into town from my house. So, and then same Fort Morgan. If you're driving along um, Riverview on your way to Walmart, the, all those houses by the Fairfield, none of that's city limits. Really? Yeah, it's an enclave. Oh, I didn't know that. It's oh. a little enclave that the little stretch of like. Uh, if you're, you're right. On, that is uh-huh. right outside the city limits. Yep. That's and where I used to go hide and smoke ciggies when I was well, a there teenager. You go. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I lived in that house. Right across the street from the bus garage, which is now blue. Okay. And white. On Nancy, corner of Nancy and Riverview. The one that's always lit up like crazy for Christmas? No, two blocks east of that on the other side of the Presbyterian (laughs) Church. Yeah, right across the gates from the uh, school bus. I worked with the lady who owns that house now, or did Tammy, uh, gosh darn it, what's her name? She was awesome. She worked for DFA. She's also an author. She has a book. Um, oh right, Tammy Sagal. She, yes, and I did, I read one of her books. I think she's got a couple. I read one, yeah. and it, it was not my genre, but I enjoyed the book very much. It was very kind of science fictiony, yeah, if was. I remember. I need to read it. I get it home. She made me laugh when I worked with her. She's the kind of person who just kind of tells you what what the, what she's thinking. You never wonder what she's thinking. Yeah. She will tell you exactly, no matter if it hurts your feelings or not. She's that person. But I always dug Tammy. But off subject. So you lived in. Nancy, so on the other side, the east side of the uh, Presbyterian Church. Okay. And then right across the street was the water treatment facility. Uh, it used yes. to be a little orange and white building. And I go hide down there. Still, my mom's Virginia Slim, 120s. <laughs> go hide down in the ditch right there and smoke ciggies at like 13, 14. Thought it was so cool. Yeah, and now my lungs yeah. are like, you're so not cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Wait, have you ever been a smoker? I was for a while, unfortunately. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah that makes all three of us. Then. Yeah. How long has it been since you quit? Um, That would have been April 2003. Good for so. you. That's awesome. So I was really only a smoker for like four and a half, five years. So not that's, too bad. That's but. still tough. I mean, the, the habit's still there. The addiction's still there. Yep. So. Yes still get the cravings unfortunately yeah. yeah you never become there's no there's nobody that's more addicted than anybody else it's more of a habit for some people yes but you're still the same level of addicted as anybody else so right. yeah he's a bitch i quit uh february 25th of 2001 nice. okay. yeah so nice and i still so were a little that. ahead of me i celebrate that every year yeah you know because it's it's tough it yeah. is tough i quit in 06 and then started back again in like 12 mm-hmm. And then I stopped for good in 2018, 2017. It's, it's, I didn't mark the date. I'm just happy. And that's Siggy's only. I'm just going to go ahead and state that very publicly <laughs> right now. Kissing <laughs> off my teeth. Ding. <laughs> Old, dirty, generous. Old, dirty, generous. Not that generous at that. <laughs> How did you quit, if you don't want me asking? Okay, so... Essentially, it started for me that I, w- I was a student at Metro State in downtown Denver on Auraria. And Go Roadrunners. W- yes, exactly. And I was finding that I was walking to the entire opposite end of a building just so I could use the elevator. It was just so hard for me to breathe going up the stairs. Wow. And so I decided, okay, I need to be done with this. And so what I started doing is I would, anytime I felt like I was going to buy, I needed to buy a pack of cigarettes, I took the cash and put it in a jar. And at the end of the week, I took all of the money in that jar and I went and bought used VHS tapes from the movie rental store. Nice. <laughs> and so I had this huge, huge, huge nice collection. VHS collection. Right? And a huge one at that. Who, who knew they were going to suck out at well, some point? Right. There, there yeah. is that. But at the time, that like just helped me pass the time, too. And you bet. It was just fun. And, and it was an incentive for me because I was a uh, waitressing at, at a village inn. And right. so I always had cash in my pocket. Right. So instead of going to 7-Eleven to buy that pack of marble menthol lights i right. put the money in a jar and then was able to get a nice reward out of it that's amazing you quit like that i that's, did that's crazy and cold turkey 
No less. That's tough. That is so hard. You? I went cold turkey. I decided that I just couldn't afford it anymore. They got yeah. so freaking expensive. So I quit cold turkey also, but I used a lot of lemon and cinnamon Jolly Ranchers. Like, nice. Okay. It was all about the sucky candy for me. It's that oral fixation. Yep. Sure. Yeah. I went to a hypnotist. Oh, okay. And it worked. It, you know what? Me and my boy Hito. What's up, Hito? Andy Duran. What's up, Andy Duran? Um, Same guy. Yeah, yeah. We, we all call each got, other. We got you, Hito. We all call him Hito. He's a good man. Uh, we went to the hypnotist together. And here's the thing. If you want to quit smoking or quit anything, you have to want to quit. Yeah. Right. If you enjoy it at all, you're screwed. Yeah. You're done. Right? So we went to this hypnotist in Pueblo. It was the Goriab Institute. <clears throat> and... Uh, I quit forever. He quit for about six, seven months, maybe. When you say institute, are you talking about like a person who's actually accepted by some sort of medical community as a hypnotist to put you under? That's the name of the company. I have no idea. Or is it just a group of hypnotists? Maybe. maybe, And they got a fancy carnival corporation name. You can call your company whatever you want to call it. Yeah. True. (laughs) I remember they, uh, they put you under, they hypnotize you once real lightly and so when you come through they're like that's what it's like they want to take all the anxiety out of it so they bring you back up you know and they said okay that's all it was you know it's super easy guys so go outside and have the last cigarette of your life and everybody does and i remember i had thrown mine away out and so did andy and there was some chick that was with a pack that someone's fired someone's there's a (laughs) job opening so um (laughs) the owners i think it's safe um this lady had a full pack of cigarettes and like, hey, can we bum a cigarette? She's like, no. I'm like, bitch, we're all about to quit. Okay, you're going to throw those away here. That minute, is right? hilarious. Is she Not be- even one. <laughs> she begrudgingly gave them to us. Like, you know, I'm like, if you don't believe in this, you know. And it was a menthol. A tear for each menthols. one. God, I hated menthols. Oh, see, and that was the thing for me. Ah, see, I couldn't do it. I was Marlboro Lights. I don't like ah. menthols either. <laughs> I was Marlboro Reds. Oh, yeah. I was for a while. Yes. <laughs> Until my chest would burn. I'm like, I guess I got to get healthier. Time to switch the lights. Well, and for me, it was the walking to the entire end of a big, huge college building. It right. takes to a, take the elevator. It takes a lot out of you. And I love elevators still to this day. Don't get me wrong. But when you when you know, notice yourself having to take one, that's very different yeah. than I'm a lazy ass and I'm going to take the elevator because I can. You know. Well, and it was just a wake up call for me, I guess. Yeah. Well, see, my wake-up call was, I, was having, I think it was anxiety attacks. I started getting wild chest pains at 26, 27 years old. Yeah. So I went and saw my doctor, and he checked it out, and he goes, do you know how many guys your age have heart attacks that I've seen? I'm like, how many? He's like, none. He goes, it's probably in your head, but smoking, I mean, this is just a precursor of what's going to happen. It's coming. Sure. It's coming for you, man. And so because I remember sitting there having a chest pain, lay down on my couch, and thought to myself, I, was, I, I panicked. So what did I do to stop my panic? A lot of cigarettes. Oh, of course, and of I'm course. sitting there smoking a cigarette, thinking, "How big an idiot are you?" Well, nicotine, right? Yeah. yeah, it's it's the whole brain brain wash of it all. But yeah. it, my we, mom's been having those heart troubles. Yeah, and so I was reading a lot about congestive heart failure and stuff. And there's four levels: A, B, C, and D. And she's in her stage. But I was reading about stage A, and stage A is exactly what you're saying. Yeah. If you're a smoker. If you're an overeater, if you eat too much salt, you're already in stage A of heart failure. So that's a scary way to think about that. They're basically saying it's going to happen if you don't change your ways. Well, we got rid of the smoking part of it. (laughs) So probably check all the other boxes. (laughs) I'm working on that right now. But the reason I brought up the hypnotist thing was they gave me a statistic there. They gave us a statistic. If you quit smoking for 50 years... And you have one cigarette in 50 years, you have a 95% chance of going back to the smoker you were. Yeah. How scary is that? Wow. Nicotine, it sticks with you. <clears throat> and if you give your body more nicotine, it's just going it, to come back. It's a super drug. I mean, when you, when you, you know, and I'm not trying to promote it in any way, but it, it's a super drug in the way that it can turn your life around faster than even crack, meth. We just deny it because it's yeah. sold legally. Well, it's semi-socially acceptable and right. when we were heavily smoking it was absolutely acceptable totally was, acceptable i mean i was working as a waitress in a restaurant and if i wanted a break i'm gonna go take a smoke break right okie dokie 
I just need to sit down a bit. No, you can keep going. Right. So it was that trade-off of... Well, I remember people smoking in restaurants yep. and on airplanes. Yep. Well, and I don't remember airplanes. Yeah, I remember all that. <laughs> I, uh, I remember they put it in my head and I got hypnotized it. When people smoke around you, it's going to piss you off. Yeah. You're going to want to be away from it. And I worked as a bartender in a nightclub before Colorado cut smoking out of it. So people would come and smoke at the nightclub, and they blow it in my direction. I remember just like the rage, like getting pissed off. Oh, <laughs> you know. But I, yeah, man, I, I'm not a rageful person usually. I'm not an angry. I'm a, the fight or flight. I'm usually the flight. And I remember getting so angry about it. And I mean, now I have a friend who went back to smoking and broke my heart when I started oh, I know, smoking. Right? And I was like, what is wrong with you? And she's like, well, chubby. I'm like, okay, you got me there. So. <laughs> but I'm going to the gym. Yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. So. They definitely the get oogie yeah. after you realize what you're not around every day. What's that? They definitely get oogie. Like you can smell it worse yeah, and it, the yeah. smell is worse. And, yeah, and you notice it. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it is tough. Like, the, the triggers are the tough ones, too. Right. Yeah. Like, when I get in the car, I'd always light a cigarette. And after I was done eating, those were the two killer times for me. First you know? thing in the morning. Yeah. 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 After eating was my was a big one for oh me. Oh, my God. And then when you when you quit, did you notice, like you just said, everything in your house smells like it. Yep. You can, smell, you can start smelling on your clothes after a while. You know, it's, yep. it's so crazy. So yeah. I've moved around enough that that's not a problem. <laughs> Okay. And I started replacing my after eating cigarette with more eating. So, right. okay. Yes, right. I filled that void very right. easily. Well, a little fun fact drink water. It'll reset any kind of, I know, I know. It, it does, though. It resets any kind of craving. It's I know it does. Well, and if you have the opportunity, drink water in Fort Morgan. Fort Morgan has some of the best drinking water in the state. Uh, actually, I think Brush. Do you agree? I think now? it tastes like chlorine in Fort Morgan. Really? Okay. Yes. Interesting. Actually, Brush has the aquifer out south of town where it's filtered through all the sand and, mm-hmm. and a layer of clay. So actually, Brush has won quite a few awards for their water. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. But Morgan's water is better because back in the day. Well, back in the day, it was absolutely awful. Oh, the water. Same, it same was as terrible back in the day. It well, is better than it used to be. I do remember that. We would come to Kmart to go shopping with my mom, and I remember if I got thirsty, get some of the what they had that drinking fountain back by the that, oh my god, <laughs> I was drinking like oh. <laughs> what what is in my mouth right now, mom? I think the urine is in the actual <laughs> drinking fountain. It was so bad. So okay, well, and welcome to the Bullhucker Podcast where we go off in the left field for a solid hour <laughs> staying on tangents yeah staying on point is not something that this podcast is well known for oh, so i think that's what's fun you, it never, is what's you fun. never know what's gonna happen and before we guess i do want to say one more time uh please hit that subscribe button right bottom hand corner of the screen it's a i've lost it already oh you're killing this <laughs> click, it, you. click it or ticket <laughs> <laughs> i hate you <laughs> <laughs> small click for you big click for us so that's uh, right and also whatever platform you're on please leave a rating and review we do appreciate it, it does help the podcast out and you know what general high five you in public if you do it right boom i don't know about making that face when she does it but the high five is legit so i'll just say and hey while we're plugging things if you have a chance check out the fort morgan times on the brush news tribune we're still here. We're still in the community. We're still relevant and doing our best to get you the news. Shame on me for not bringing that up oh, earlier. I know, right? Rude. God, <laughs> I am rude. I'm just... <laughs> we're, so We're both terrible pluggers, just I'll, saying. Obviously, there's physical papers, but online, you can you can read online still or no? Yes, we, have, we do have a paywall for the Fort Morgan Times. Okay. Um, so you only get a certain number of articles free before it asks you to pay. Um, but we also have our e-edition, which is essentially like a PDF of the print paper. So if you like reading the stories in that format, that's an easy thing to subscribe to. Cool. Um, nice. If you like getting the news and finding out what's going on in your local community, unfortunately, community journalism is some of the most expensive journalism there is. Sure. And it does cost a pretty penny to for us to get you that news. And so right. we appreciate all the support we can possibly get, whether through subscriptions for digital or print or both um the e-edition subscription clicks on our website anything everything follow them on facebook too yes you have a facebook yes, page we yeah. have a we have facebook pages for the fort morgan times and the brush news Review. right yeah. I, uh, all, all the community support in the in the world can ever be enough community support for a exactly. small yes for a local paper yeah, yeah. absolutely that's awesome so yep yeah. and while you're and, and if you're on facebook liking them 
feel free to like the Bullocker podcast too. Agreed. That'd be, that'd be right. All right. Absolutely. So, it's the right thing to do. It is the right thing to do. It and is. if you don't, Jen will high five you. She'll come find you. <laughs> right, and we're so good at plugging. You have to like everything we do. Remember to plug eventually. <laughs> That's the plugging part. Why I call her generous, just so we know. There we go. Pun intended. We do so. our plug walk. <laughs> okay. Do you have any uh, clue offhand, just uh, off the top of your head, what a subscription costs to the paper? Off the top of my head, no, I don't. Okay. I'm okay. News side, not the business side. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, check it out anyway. So that's a good way to get your news, local news. So. Four Morgan Times, BrushTribune.com. You know, and I will say, uh, joining the city council, the coolest thing about the council in my eyes was learning about things that are happening in your community. Mm-hmm. I was clueless to a lot of the things that happened or uh, how things even worked in our community. Yep. So reading the local newspaper, you'll be amazed at the stuff you'll learn, you know, and the stuff that you hear from your friends or you read on facebook although we said just plug it on facebook facebook is horrible for the news you should never i don't think i don't it has its positives but it also has a downside but if you go to the actual paper in your town you know what i mean you're at least getting your local news what's happening next door that's that's important you know at least there was somebody who fact-checked it and looked into it right right no than somebody like me who's behind the scenes reading it and checking the grammar, checking the spelling, right. reading that, saying, that name doesn't look right. right. So then I go and figure out whether it's spelled right or not. Okay. Yep. But it's it's important. So I, you uh, bet de- it is. Definitely uh, a good way to check what's going on next door next door in your community. So. And, hey, we print everything from honor rolls to birthday announcements to <clears throat> local sports to the city council to this really cool story about something great that happened to someone. Right. And, how would you know otherwise? And right. to your obituary. There is that. Sorry. I, I, I'm a morbid person. That's will, okay. <laughs> I will laugh at the paper back when I was a kid. Uh, there used to be a, a uh, section of it from like Hill Rose and Snyder mm-hmm. about oh. what the people out there were doing. Like Anna May had Mary Jane over and they had turkey dinner. That <laughs> is funny. Yeah. I remember the crime of the week. Oh, remember crime of the yeah. week? That. I, I remember a fond that time, fun. fond memories. I'd always just laugh at it. I'm like, wow, we live in a small town. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Unfortunately, the gals who did those type of things, the Snyder News and Hillrose News and uh, how many different ones of those little columns those ladies have died. I'm so, sorry. My bad. So we don't have those anymore. I won't laugh at it anymore, but I can't go back the to quilting you. 14-year-old Larry's probably still laughing in the past. Yeah, so. You still can, but. <laughs> it just used to make me laugh at how small an area you live in because that was news in Snyder. Well, they would talk about their quilting club. Like the quilting club gathered Wednesday and worked on their patchwork squares. And to us, that might not mean much, but to everybody who's in a quilting club around here, that was big time. Good fun. And we're still going to report the results of the Morgan County Fair, which kids is pigs. Oh, that's going on right now, isn't it? Yep. Yep. That is absolutely going on right now. Very nice. Today, I I believe, was the sheep show. And tomorrow it'll be the pig show. And then the beef and dairy and then the junior livestock sale where all the kid, 4-H kids get to try to sell their I animals. miss the livestock sale so much. I never was big into that stuff. Uh, <laughs> it was two years ago. I got a call from the city council. It was Rick Bain, the mayor at the time. Rick yes. Bain. He goes, Larry, what are you doing tonight? Go, <laughs> Nothing. Why? He goes, well, Dan Scalise would usually do this. Him and Monty, the city manager, go down and buy an animal from one of the kids. Yep. The city of Brush is always, you know. And he goes, they can't make it. So do you want to go with me to go buy an animal? And I'm like, I don't know the first damn thing about a pig, but we can go try, you know? So uh, what you do, I come to find out, is you find somebody else is going to buy a bigger, and you just yes. go in with them, you know, just give your money, right? So thank you, John Sweeney, by the way, for being that man that, that held our hand through it. Because I'm like, I don't want to go back and be like the councilman who paid <laughs> Who paid the fourteen hundred dollars for this pig? Is that okay? All the time, yeah. Because some of the, like the, the rabbits that came out were going for. And granted, these kids use this stuff for college money, whatever. So it's family members that are just throwing a lot of cash at them for like some of the rabbits and some of the smaller stuff. I get it. They they get they get a lot of money. And God bless them. I think it's great. But when I saw the price of the rabbit, I'm like, how much do you think the pig is? <laughs> And Rick's like, shit, I don't know. How much so, you pay for the pig? I don't Too even much? remember. John Sweeney bought the pig. We just gave him the money. And they, Probably quite a few hundred. Yeah, yeah was, I was going to say seven, six, seven yeah, hundred is nothing at a farm sale for a 4-H kid. So. Yeah. I think it was over a grand. I, I think we spent for pigs? 250 I don't know. I, no, See, I can't remember. It was a pig. Once you're getting up there. It was a cow, absolutely. Once you're no, getting no. up there, you're just getting in charity. <laughs> okay. I, and you're, I mean, you're just helping that person right. get some Maybe more money. Yeah. I don't remember. I, I just remember we had 
250 bucks and that was never hurts a lot of money small child right, right. needs money for well, his next animal and i've been in the same position where the paper told me to go buy an animal right and i'm there they didn't give me a price how much i could spend oh shit and but basically i did the smart thing and found somebody that i could go in with right. so we comboed the purchase of this sheep right you know right right so I the Fort Morgan you. Times got credit for buying the sheep, but we right. also were in with, I think it was Caring Ministries or something mm-hmm. like that. I'd be too busy crying. You're like, I know what's going to happen to this pig. But I was always the one out there at the sales kissing my pigs and kissing my cows ah. and bawling <laughs> and racking up money from the sales guys <laughs> out in the audience. Generous. Generous. Oh, generous with the pig She jam. earned it early. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Do you have one in mind, Generous? Um... I- We've been having so much fun talking, I've forgotten. Okay. I forgot my stories. I, no, I've not forgotten your stories, but <laughs> I am still going. I'm going to stick with my original hunch. Okay, don't say it yet. Oh. All right. We got we to gotta, we gotta decide who goes first. I do have a clear, <laughs> definite answer in my head. Okay, so Jenny Grubbs. Yes. We have to rock, paper, scissors to see which one of us guesses first. Okay. How do you rock, paper, scissors? Uh, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. It's a four pumper. Ugh. So that means that's what we got a four pump now. We're three pumpers. I don't mean uh, to say talk to my hands. You guys can do what you got to do. Uh, I won't judge. That's, that's, we'll, we'll, we'll three pump then. <laughs> three fist to cuff. Okay. Because there's two different ways. Do you... There are two different ways. Yeah, absolutely. there's a four yeah. throw and a three throw. Yeah, but that's yeah. why you decide before you do it. Yeah. Well, somebody is wrong. We're going to go three? Three. All right, ready? Oh! <laughs> I was ready, and then you said, oh. I went and right I into it. You. Ready? You knew Smash. I was going to do that next. Okay. Do, do, you, do you want to try again? No. Let's do it again. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll give you a second shot of this. Ready? Are you, okay, well, hold on. <laughs> Good Lord. Ready? Yeah. Okay, you got me. Catch. And before we start, I will say this wine is kick-ass. You picked very well. Oh, well, thank you. You picked super great. Uh, I thought this was fun. Once again, it is the Sundowner American Red Wine. No, it's great. It is a little sweet, but I like the sweet wine because I'm uh, I'm that guy. So, okay. You dude. can drink it's, more of it that way. It's sipping wines. It is sipping wines. So that's not for me in general. Yeah, oh, yeah, so I was going to say it wasn't sipping wine for me tonight. <laughs> All right. Sipping wine? What's that? I don't even own a bottle stopper. All right. Generous, <laughs> we have three stories and you lost. So do you have one in mind? I do. Okay. We'll go through them, sister. I Okay. We had a crappy offer, crazy caper, and fisticuffs. <laughs> and I'm still going to stick with my initial. And I've never done this before. I usually jump back and forth. But try something different. I'm going to not flight or fight. I'm going to stick with my initial, well, I'm trying to think of the word, Hunch. where I was uh, cynical about something or questioning something. Oh, sure, sure. That is the Fort Morgan Times allowing you to use the word crap in a headline. Okay. I'm going with crappy offer. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I think crazy caper is true. I do believe that one is true. Um, a lot of detail in it. And I'm a detail guy. You probably know that if you've watched this podcast. <laughs> Uh, fisticuffs, God, I, that one kind of popped out to me a little bit. Um, but ultimately, I, I have a hard time because that's what year did you say it was? Around which, which one? Uh, the fisticuffs. Fisticuffs, um, ballpark 2015 ish. Okay, all right. So I probably wouldn't have heard about that because that had been way before I gave a shit about it. And I stuff. asked her earlier about the year. Okay. You don't remember, do you? No. I'm not going to tell you. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Now I damn near want to pick it because I think you found something <laughs> here. But I didn't pick that one. I so. know. Um, it sticks out. The reason I didn't want, I was going to pick Crappy Offer as well is because I, I don't remember. I remember, like I said, Patty was telling me about how she had to make a makeshift toy. I wish I had a picture of it. It was, you know what? <laughs> She's she's a resourceful woman. That one. What's up, Patricia? Uh, and she was showing with her little shower curtain out. In the, it was in the driveway, man. Was, I love it. Yeah, because nice. she wasn't gonna allow that monstrosity in her house, you know. So it's crazy. If you're gonna if you're gonna shit in a five gallon bucket, it's got to be outside, outside. And the, it's got to be semi private. The feng shui is not right in here. Okay, take, <laughs> take the crap bucket out. There's no room in feng shui for a bucket is right. that what you're saying right. so i I, th- I think fisticuffs at a uh 
a meeting would be. I'd have heard about that. I'm, I'm going to go fisticuffs. I'm going to try fisticuffs. You're going to go crappy offer? Yeah. All right. All right, Jen. The UFC, but Rattle Royale is on. <laughs> With that over, let's see what you got, Jen. Okay. Is that upside down? Fisticuffs. Oh, you got it. <laughs> Very nice. What wasn't true about that? That they actually hit each other. Oh, okay. They both were up with arms ready to go, and um, Darren and uh, Jim pulled them apart. Okay. So they were ready. They were ready to hit each other. Blows, they were ready. They were, I mean, Cliff was, his face was so red, and Bert was sweating the way he does when he gets all puffed up and whoa, 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 whoa. And I mean, and they, they were still they were, removed from the meeting, and yep, it was over yep. between the two. Yep. Nice. Very cool. Okay. Crappy offers true story, though. It is. I like the excitement of a fight Fort breaking Morgan out. Morgan agrees to take Sterling's, Sterling's crap. crap. God, I would have loved to have it's seen that. It's true. It is that headline. <laughs> that headline ran. I love it. And I got to use all three of those words and headlines. I got to use crap, I got to use caper, and I got to use fisticuffs. And fisticuffs. <laughs> How fun for you. And crazy caper is true. Yes. Completely. Uh, the only thing that would have made Crazy Caper cool er, is if Caper would have been involved. John Caper. John Caper. <laughs> and you could have made it Crazy K A P. Right, right. I was thinking that the whole time. I'm like, oh, she's going to talk about Caper. What's up, Caper, you crazy man? Caper. And all three of these stories can be found by searching Fort Morgan Times. Well, I mean, Google, really. In the archives. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, because I looked all of these up before. Because, I mean, I got the invite from Larry Moose to do this and. I was like, okay, what are some of my best hits for right. my, you know, my, what are my fantastical things from my past reporting? And well, right. I love that you came in with stuff we all should technically know if we uh, read, the, read <laughs> the newspaper <laughs> at fullmorgantimesbrushtribune.com, everybody. We're going to go, we're going to get out here in a minute, but I have one, st- I have one question to ask yes. you, uh, kind of maybe personal. Did you ever have one story that kind of broke you? That when you, it, it, it just, oh, it, it tore you up, man. Story that tore me up. Like when you had to report it, it it, it kind of it kind of hurt your it soul. It was one that hit home. The yeah. murder of Destiny McMinn. Oh, oh, because I knew her. Right. I knew right. her. I knew her whole family. Oh. R.I.P. Destiny. That that was a tragic yeah. tragic loss. That was so sad to see because I had watched Destiny grow up at the Morgan County Fair, covering all of the fair stuff and, and things sh- like that, and then she got, came to be an adult and went off on her own and got kind of lost into drugs and different things, right. and then. Suddenly, there's a search for her. There's a body recovered. Oh goodness! And and then it wound up awful. being so crazy and just awful. And yeah, my heart just went out to Sherry and that whole family. So big. And, and did ever it was there ever justice? I guess I never did hear justice <sighs> was never served on that. Two well, people went to jail or prison, but not for nearly as long as maybe they should have. Gotcha. Was it the and boyfriend? No, no. It was okay. a whole. I mean, this is like gang and drugs yeah and it was, a, it was yes, much yes, older yes. very strange and my my family did bible study with the mcmins they were very very religious and very strong in their convictions so destiny's death was very shocking to me and yes yeah, she was mixed up she was a little girl caught up in stuff she shouldn't have been caught up in so if there's a story that truly hurt my heart yeah. we'll say that was it. That oh, is tough. Our hearts go out to Destiny's family as well. And the tough part is that that could happen to anybody. Yeah. Going down that dark path, people judge all the time. You know what? Everybody in this world is like one to two bad decisions away from being homeless. Yes. Yep. You know, you really are. So thank you thank God for everything you have. That's you know? right. Yeah. And and uh, that, that he got you this far. Yep. Because Lord knows I've tempted it. You know? Right. <laughs> so I, yeah. I've, uh, yeah, we've all pushed it. Yeah, Anyone I, who's lived a good life has. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. What a great, great quote to end on. Anybody who's lived a great life has pushed it yeah. to some sort of limit yep. right. and made it through it. Well, Jenny Grubbs, thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely. This has been fun. And it was good to see you. Yes. Like I said, uh, we became friends when she showed up and uh, did the article on the uh, comedy show for early on. And it was cool. It was front page. Yes. It was uh, it was a big deal for Adam and I. It was uh, well, and I think it's quite an honor to have somebody who has such an extensive knowledge of our history here yeah. and our community here, and I think that's wonderful. That is well, wonderful. Thank you. thank you both. You'd be someone that'd be good for like a historian. Uh, 
like speeches for schools and you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I'm serious. I, there you go. I've done some of that. Yeah. I helped the um, community history writers put together their portraits of the past book that's available. Oh, very the nice. Very, very cool. nice. I was the one who edited everything from the community history writers, all the history stories that they did for a number of years. Wonderful. Awesome. Well, before we go, please make sure you also support the Country Road Vines and Wines. Yes. These people are so... It's how you're on Country Road 21. If you're on 34 coming from Brush, if you hit John Deere, you went too far. If you're coming from Fort Morgan, if you hit John Deere, take your first right down Road 21. <laughs> that's that's the best way. And you'll, it's on the corner. It's it's a it's a one block in. Southwest one corner in. of the intersection. Right. 21 and R. And you know what? I You can look up... We'll have all their links to their stuff below. You can check out all that good stuff. We'll have a link to the Brush... News Tribune. Uh, what what website would you like them to go to? Facebook or is there's a website? Uh, BrushNewsTribune.com. We will put that uh, one down. word. Okay. Um, FortMorganTimes.com. Okay, we'll have both those in the description below. So if you want to check out all that stuff and subscribe, please click on the links. It'll take you right to their uh, page as well as the Bullhucker page. Go ahead. It, feel free to subscribe and check out the page. Why not? You know, while you're there. So we have a lot of fun here. <laughs> right, and so and this is all about supporting local stuff. So please make sure you do that and. Uh, or else. Show them the fist, Jen. That's right. Fist of Cuffs. I'm Moose Lundstrom. I'm Jenny Neb. Generous. Generous. Oh, dirty generous. Oh, dirty generous. The name grows every podcast. It will. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jenny Grubbs. Thank See you ya. very much. Right, bye.